Welcome to the Officially Outed Podcast with your host, El Shalom, where we are putting a positive twist on what it means to be outed. Join us weekly where we amplify the discography of independent LGBTQ plus artists, engage in lifestyle commentary, and social injustice dialogue. So stay tuned, turn up the volume, and get officially outed by the Officially Outed Podcast. What's going on, everybody? In this episode of the Officially Outed Podcast, we're outing the writer and the artist, Don Plus. Stay tuned as we talk to MD about writing music, how to make a move, and even the remix. What's up? Welcome to the Officially Outed Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? All right. Good, good. Well, before we get started, let's dive into the name Don Plus. Don Plus. Okay, you used to use your government which was MD, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. what it is, which now I've learned that ain't even the real name, but smart move, and rebranded <laughs> or officially branding yourself as Don Plus. So let's talk about the plus. Is that reserved to capture like the extension of all that you do, such as writing, producing, or what, what was behind that? So Don is part of my middle name, but the plus really came from the fact that I didn't want to be restricted from like being the other parts of myself. There are just like so many different things I like to dive into when it comes to writing. I don't just like to stick to songwriting. I like to do memoirs or poetry or whatnot. So yeah, the plus is really just to add all the different facets of myself and to just show the world that I'm not, I'm not just Don the singer. I am a writer. I am a entrepreneur. I am a, an educator. So like I, I feel all these roles. And so the plus allows there to be space for that to exist. I like that. That was a smart move. All right. So static major was one of, or if not only the one motivation for you to get into writing music. But what did you learn from his body of work and his approach to his craft that really inspired you? He's authentic to himself and then allows an artist to interpret who he is through his work. And that's genius to me. Like how you're able to create something that's solely you, but you've created enough space in between to where an artist can take it and mold it into something. And so... Still to, bring their authentic... And still bring their authentic self. Yeah. Um, but when you hear a static song, you know you a, know static a static song. song. Yes, we knew that. <laughs> so we, we knew, like, oh my God. Like any writing he's done from Aaliyah, also when he did that Miss Officer song with Lil Wayne, like it sounds like a static chorus. And so that's what really drew me to him is just like to keep that. And I agree with you. That is genius because for us to recognize his music as his sound, but it still is authentic to that artist really was genius because you, but you still knew. And I guess maybe because he wasn't a singer, well, he was that too, but. I mean, like, that's not where his popularity came true. from. Yeah. So you still, like you said, to this day, when you hear those songs, you know that it's resonated with him, but the artist still is able to shine through, even though you exactly. know that it was branded his. Exactly. That's absolutely genius. And before writing songs and music, I was looking at your IG. Yes, I spent some time. <laughs> but it looked like you <laughs> pinned a few poems. So are there any other creative writings or expansions such as like plays and movies that you also do? So I'm a poet first, hence why I decided to go to school for English, because I, I just love words and how you can manipulate them. And you can just like tell a story that's been sitting in your brain yeah, just by using some words. So 
there's definitely a poetry book in the works. There's definitely a memoir in the works. There's definitely some adult fiction in the works. I just love to write. So yeah. And again, it goes back to my name. Like I do not want to be stuck in one genre, one form of creativity. Right now I'm in the music and I'll forever be in the music, but there will always be something else. There'll always be some poetry, something. That's what I love. But then I figured (laughs) that because that is one of your things. I didn't know what you went to school for. So mm-hmm. that was, but that, you know, I could tell that was one of your things. And I was watching your IG live and it was really awesome. And I don't see this a lot to a certain extent, but it was really awesome to get a glimpse into your creative process. <laughs> he has some bomb songs on that. I hope one of that. I think I just commented. I was like, I hope that song make it to the EP. <laughs> There's many requests that we have. We're going to end up having a full album you know (laughs) you're gonna take this song you're gonna take the album from its form now and make it extremely long (laughs) so i need to be patient we got a few more weeks on that we're gonna talk about that i'm excited because i'm like damn and i'm gonna talk about this because later on because i'm like damn we got a damn catalog or some shit going on but the funny thing is if you do the research you'll be like oh yeah he's been doing this type deal But I feel like what I want to present is like my best body of work. And so if people go and they find those things, it's like, great, like, you know who I am. But I really want to draw people in with with the new, refined, like, the artist Don Plus. Yeah, I can feel that. And so when I was watching that process, it was really nice to connect with you because it was like, okay, I see how he actually gets into it. And that's because... Did you laugh when I was talking to myself? No, but I thought you were talking to somebody behind the camera. Oh, no, like I literally talked myself through writing a song. No, but it was still cool because, (laughs) and that was a good part too. Like we wouldn't have known that if you didn't say that. But, and I talked to myself too. You know, I talked to myself at times too. It's actually a way of me processing my thought process. So that's fine. But I think... What I loved about it is like it made me connect with you more to see your process. So, you know, do you prefer to write your lyrics and match the melodies against the lyrics? Because I know you're big on the feeling, right? And the story and this telling and matching it. Or do you find that you go the reverse way or a combination of both? It's so, it really depends on what creative form I'm working on. If it's, something like a poem or I'm working on a pilot for a show or something like that. It's very strategic. It's very technical. And I think that's where I start to reference my training from school. When it comes to music, I literally listen to a beat for 30 seconds. And if that beat is it, then it literally just comes out. So talk about that when you listen to the beat that what especially for any of y'all don't be trying to send them here listen don't try to send them no crazy ass beats there's something that has to connect with him definitely and within that 30 seconds and what comes out of that is pure genius because additional stuff that comes out that that gives you kind of your hook or whatever that you started with and we saw that in this ig live so what do you think because i know you're doing r&b but what's that connection point with the hook or the music I think when I'm listening to a beat I and it sounds corny I can hear the story in it I can feel the story in it and if I don't feel or hear anything then that's not it 
And that's probably the same for me because, I mean, I love all types of music, but I love singers and I love people that are singing and blowing, but I like those people that tell a story. Like, I have to feel the beat. I have to be able to ride with it. And that's why immediately when I hear a song, like the same thing within 30, I'm like, oh, Next, I can tell if so, it's going to yeah. be a hit. I can tell you. But see, that's funny. And I think the reason why my ear is like that is because of my mom. We used to just be in a car. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my mom, like, even knew this was the path I was going to take or even she like thought about it but we would be in the car and an artist would come on she'd be like is this a hit or not mm. and I'd be like mm, yeah that's a hit and it, the funny thing is, is there's only one song and one person I've ever gotten wrong yeah really and, and it was Chris Brown would run it uh, I heard run it my mom was like is this a hit I was like no I was like it's a cute song <laughs> It's right. a cute song. And then the video came out and she looked at me and she was like, it looks like he's about to make it. And I'm like, <laughs> like, but yeah. it's the same. Like, I love, like, I used to, that was one thing when I was younger. I would grab an album and I always wanted to sit down and go through the album and, and identify what was a hit or what wasn't a mm-hmm. hit. And just, like, listening to it. And I knew. And I would literally pick that stuff out and then they would come out with those same songs. And I was like, gosh. I mean, all of that really resonated with me mm-hmm. to even come to this point to be dealing with music. I had a, just a passion for music. So that ear is really, really good. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make R&B music that captures the emotion and inject the feeling or subject matter that you were discussing. Or as I heard you say, you have lived that experience. So you, you it brings the authenticity into it. So when working on or even contributing to other artists, such mm-hmm. as like Ebony on the tables turning. You did your read. I <laughs> well, love it. Well, what's the hard part? And it almost goes back to what we were talking about with static, right? What's the hard part when you're wanting to bring those pieces um, matter to you and all of that's important to you, but you still want to bring a part of you into the project as well? Like, is there a hard part with doing that? Or do you kind of model yourself after what Static did? Um, Writing for other artists is a totally different process. I think it's very, you have to leave room for the artist to be the artist. And I think that at being that I'm a creative myself, that's hard. Because when I write a song, I totally write it. And as a writer, sometimes you get attached yeah, <laughs> and so that sense. and so that that's very hard. I think another thing that I've noticed is I'm very much a person. I prefer to work with people in the studio because then it allows for collaboration. I think, and this is more of a critique for me because I have not had a lot of those experiences where I'm like sitting with the person and writing. The creative process tends to be a little bit of a struggle yeah. uh, when I do have those opportunities. Like there's someone I'm working with right now in DC, and I'm very much just like send me what you already done or send me just the blank instrumental and then I can do something type deal. But that's a push point for me because I want to be able to connect with other artists uh, to not only give my experience, but be able to give their feeling and their experience. Yes. And then if you write in a certain way, so it gives off a certain emotion, then do you also work with them when they're recording it to make sure that that is coming through or? Mm, That part of it, I haven't necessarily done. I give suggestions. By no means am I a vocal producer for anybody else but myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely, they'll send it to me and I'll listen to it. I'll be like, oh, this is dope or whatever. Like maybe add something here or whatnot. 
But yeah, the vocal part of it is, it's so funny. I'm so comfortable with the words. The vocals are the part that I actually have to study and the part that I actually have to work at. Like, I wake up in the morning and that's all. I Like, I warm up. Like, I have to because the words come so effortlessly. So I never really am the first person to be like, hey, you need to go higher on this note or you need to go here. But I'll tell you not to use that word. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Because, I mean, that's your effort. That's your, it's me. You know that area. You know all of those pieces. And so I think that, and knowing what you read, you said, you know, you kind of, you really self-taught yourself how to sing and your vocals and ranges and how to practice that. And I love how you, again, on the IG Live story where you, practice some of those things and even some of your live before I just saw like how you you know you put forth the effort to differentiate your voice on certain tracks and things yeah. like that so. I mean I'm definitely I like I view myself as a learner and so when I see something that someone does well I take that in there's so many artists who even independent artists who have like their range is ridiculous yeah and so it's just like oh I like how they were able to hit that note. Let me practice. May not be that particular note, cool. but let me yeah. practice like that progression. Yeah. Or maybe I like how their arrangements are. Yeah. And so I like study how they do arrangements. I, I just really just like to, when it vocally, I study people because, I like that. yeah, when I was younger, I was in choirs and all that stuff. But most of the people I'm surrounded around, they've like gone to school for music. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, Okay, yeah, I've gotten the influence from them or whatnot, but I'm really all about like putting in the work and like hiring vocal coaches and warming okay. up. So and you all have stuff. like, as once you knew for sure this was the path, you have put in that effort, and we know it's expensive. We know, you know, that sometimes you got to keep your day job for a minute to yes. get to a certain <laughs> point, right? To you break that point, but I love that. You are continuously, and I know I want to, I'm going to talk a little bit about that at the end here. So that, that was good. Now, do you work with artists where you get to interview them and they are telling you about the subject matter or things that they want to tackle and then the words come for you? It depends on the artist. Okay. There have been artists where they just, just like come over, (laughs) we roll something out. (laughs) <laughs> and we've like just vibed off each other and they just play the beat and it just came. There are people who it's very like touch and go type yeah. situation. So yeah, I guess, yeah, you're going to have some people want to own certain parts of it. Others don't want to have anything to do with just give me the tracks and I'm going to sing. Yep. Tell me how you want it sung and I'll sing it. And you, you know, what's your mind? Yeah. So that makes sense. Just the intro EP. So I missed the EP when it was available. Damn it. <laughs> you can't find it. You will you not find it. You find that. <laughs> but that's okay. But this was the introduction to you as the artist. So what do you remember most about that journey to that point? So it's funny because that EP was really just me testing the waters. It was okay. like, I know, I know I can write. Mm-hmm. I want to write a body of work. And it was really just for me. It wasn't really for anybody else. It was really a project where I had gone through an experience and I just really had to find a way to get it out. And that's where just the intro came out. And it it was really like me speaking to myself, like, this is the beginning of you not like... (laughs) This is not... This this is the moment where you're like not taking shit. Like you... You have a vision for who you are as the person. Yeah. 
give that to the world. Okay. And so that's what Just the Intro was. And what's interesting is I recorded the album in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And maybe a couple months later, I moved to Alexandria, Virginia. And so I feel like it was like closing that chapter for me. Ah, uh, yeah. That um, makes sense. And so it, it felt good. Granted, I did it like I had a whole release party and everything here in DC, but it was really just like, wow, that segment of my life is over. Yes, it, <laughs> yes. it was a breather. And you had a new start. <laughs> and a and new start. all of that. And it's like you said, that just closed that chapter. Now, mm-hmm. how many songs was on the EP? There were five. Okay. There were five. I think it's an EP, but I don't say mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I still found a piece of it. I don't know how you found it, y'all. A part of it. <laughs> and I actually love, love things. So I'm going to actually play this. But love this I want record. you to... You love the record, too? I love this record. Okay. So I want you to introduce us to it. Tell us what it was about, what was happening in... So this is the song Love Thing. It's from my first project that you won't find. (laughs) But basically what Love Thing talks about is the idea of like letting your partner know that it is okay for you not to be able to manage this relationship fully. And if I need to take control of a situation, I will. I believe that too. (laughs) (laughs) We're written all over your face. Which, which is very much my personality. Listen, y'all see how, and you hear how he just said that. I will let if you. It's okay if you don't want it because I will. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes, no. honestly, like sometimes, and actually, this song is is written in reverse. Like I'm the person who needs the support and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like there was just a moment where like I could not, I didn't have any emotion or energy to invest fully in my relationship the way I wanted to. And so it was just funny how the person I was with at the time was able to be my support when I needed it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's love thing. We're trying to get this on the album. We're trying. <laughs> Y'all leave a comment. Y'all think officially on the podcast if it makes it. <laughs> <laughs> To me, let me know how you feel, what you need to make it in this world to make you smile and what it takes. I'ma take my energy, put it inside your hand into your heart. The remedy. If you just tell me how. your enemies long as you're sitting right near me i just wanna follow the path that you want me to take in this love thing taking this love thing yeah. no need to ask and i just hop about the passenger and i decide when you need me to leave leave this love thing Delete this love thing. Yeah, 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 baby. 
I'ma take control when you need me to I'ma take the wheel if you tell me when to Command this love thing, yeah, 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 yeah See, I don't mind if you need to take a break from my emotions That's what I need to do If that means that I'm suffering for another time Then spend I would do it over a thousand times, yeah, I would do infinity. I'll sit back and I find a place to hide all my obscenities so you can focus and do your thing. And I will make sure that all the shit is done. Make sure that you never have to want for anything. Just hit the wheel and I will go and take control. Uh. You make me fall in love with this song over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my vocals. You make me fall in love with this song all over again. This song is a badass R&B song. Love this song. Tell you, I love that. I was listening to that. I was trying. You came so fast. I didn't even get to turn it on because you would have got here and would have been playing. I was going upstairs. One of the things I was going to get is because I was about to blast it. But <laughs> love the song. What was it like making that? It was very interesting because I was one of my Ooh, friends who would. What am I listening to that again, y'all? <laughs> the guy who did the engineering from it, he was in the military. So we couldn't do it in person because he literally started. And I think he was going through like this, like seriously FBI tech type training. So he was like very low key. Yeah. So we couldn't meet up. So I literally was in in my little studio apartment in North New Jersey where my little mic was hung up to the closet. Right. And I was just in there recording. Just in there recording. I remember the day and everything. You were in your feelings though. The thing about this couple songs where I was like, I don't know what he going through and who he's singing (laughs) to. I think I told y'all reached out. I was like, wait a minute, I found this song. You was a different side. Like, you was saying it, saying So, like, this EP, majority of it, like, literally I felt something and went and recorded. Because it was, like, the thing that happened, it probably happened, like, the day before. It came out. It came It shined through. <laughs> I feel like that's what I always connected to with music is, yes, of course, the words, but there's a certain connection you have to just someone's voice. And so... That's what I wanted to recreate. And so I'm glad, I'm glad it happened. <laughs> yes. Love that song. All right. Don Plus is a Claflin University HBCU NYC alum. So how did either of these experiences or both of them influence you as an artist? Um, Claflin's known for their concert choir. Like that is the thing at Claflin. And a lot of my friends were in a concert choir. So just hearing them sing all the time and like just being with them in the dorm and just wailing, they've all introduced me to different types of music. And they've also been like the very first people who said like, D, you need to do this. Yeah. (laughs) And it's interesting when people who have been trained to do it, who are studying it, tell you like, you know, you really just need to like practice and sing and then warm up and like get your voice ready. And five, six, seven years. I don't know. Here I am. (laughs) But I mean, and that's always that thing. So when you get ready to go back to reunions and all those things, you can show that you did it. So Mm -hmm. did you ever have any confidence issues with 
your singing voice or your ability to do this? I'm probably like the shyest, most insecure person. Oh God! (laughs) No, I'm really, I'm really serious. No, really, it took a while for me to get here. Uh, Yeah, like the person that I am now. I think music helped with that. It definitely allowed. I feel like Don Plus is this other person who doesn't have the limitations of of like me. Yeah, and so to tap into that kind of it forces you to be that all the time. And yeah. so that's what, what the creative process has done. It got you here <clears throat> and to where we are today. <laughs> and it it does, because I kind of was shy too, but it's so funny because on the opposite side, I am such a people person mm-hmm. and like being around people, but I also like to kind of be to myself and do those things and work on my art and creativity and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so I feel you on that. But we are here today where a new EP is about to drop. Make a move. So what are you giving us for this EP? This EP is hip-hop and R&B, like golden era yeah, hip-hop I, you and be mixing R&B. Up your, um, you, be trying, you, you be throwing in some little raps trying to be... So the thing is, I, as, a, as a poet, it was a very easy transition for me to be a rapper. Like most, So I do have some features coming out this year. But the funny thing is, like, all my features are me rapping. Like, I really, I would sit here and freestyle all day. I love to rap. I saw you freestyling on, uh, I think it was it, was it Superman? What was that song? Was it Superman? What is the, um, oh God, what is it? Um, you have done, you have you <laughs> dig it in the crate. <laughs> yeah, I, I always dig though. No, but that's but that's the sign of like someone doing their homework. Yeah. I love rapping. That's like a natural thing for me. Okay. Natural thing for me. Um, dang, you made me forget the question. No, <laughs> I'm talking about my like, rap skills. No, it's cool because no, we're just talking about you know what it what are you oh the album yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very hip hop and R and B I'm talking like golden era mm-hmm. hip hop and R and B when I think about the rap artists that I'm influenced by like Nas a tribe called Quest Mob Deep Goody Mob Tupac um. And it's funny because you was born in the 90s, raised oh. in the 2000s, but you still... They, I'm telling y'all, ain't nothing like the 90s. See, I was nothing in high school going into college like in the, the 90s. 90s. Nothing like the 90s. Let me tell you, like, those are the rappers. When it comes to R&B... It was almost God. like music was at its highest. I was five years old, stealing my aunt's CDs. Yeah. Because music was so good at that time. Do you know what cassettes look like? I do know what I had. So okay. I've had every. I still got my box in a garage full of cassettes. Listen, so I was like, do I need to pull it out so you know what cassettes? Don't don't pull out no cassettes and no pull out no vinyls because I'm gonna get excited. Okay. <laughs> I have um, one somewhere. Over I'm there. gonna be like, where? Let me see. But it's interesting that I love that I've been able to see like music transform. But even now, when you boil music down, yeah, they always reference that golden era. That Always. Was a yeah. And of course, like they dabble in the 80s too. But yeah. really, like 90s hip hop and RB is the pinnacle. Yeah, it's something uh, of about the music. It. If you were an artist at that time, I mean, you still doing stuff, you still have some relevancy, uh, all those things. So I love it. Y'all. Hmm. I gotta catch my breath on breath on this. Ooh. I'm nervous. And breath breath <laughs> too, all of those things. The video. Why'd you have to catch your breath for the video? 
But working with Chad Bailey, how did that experience come about? And just so y'all know, we love you, Chad, and congratulations yes. on the wedding. Pink Gorilla, Chad. Pink Gorilla. Bugs. I love y'all. Y'all amazing. So I actually met Chad and Bugs maybe two years before the video. They were just some of, I would say one of the first, not the first, but they were one of the first people that I saw that were like, they were making music, but it was quality music. Yes. It was yes. quality music. And the videos were quality. And so at that time, I was still living in um, New Jersey, went over to New York, met them once or twice. And it was just like, oh, y'all the kind of people that I fuck yes. with. Like, yes. they're not even just on a music tip, but like their energy is just yes. very positive. And they just want to see everybody win. Yes. That's really all they want. And so a couple, I would say like a, a year or so went by. Because the idea was like, I didn't, because it was so put together and it had everything. It was just like, okay, these are people I need to watch to learn. Yes. Because so I was just about to make that comment because I will say they want everybody to win. But also you the quality if you're trying to fuck with them and be on part of their team or in the crew or have them work with you. that And it's, they have a level of expectation. Too. Yeah. And not even just to work with them, but like as an artist, I admire artists who put the work in. Yes. And that's them. And so when the song came out, I was sitting around. I was like, I know I want to do a video for this. And then I reached out to Chad. He was the first person I thought of because he had already started doing a couple of videos. I was just like, I need to do a video with someone I trust. Yes. One, because, again, I'm new. So it's very, I wouldn't say I'm not a concept person or I can't conceptualize things. But if you are a video director, that's what you do. Yes. And so I handed him the song and I was like, mm, there's maybe like one or two elements that I definitely want to be in the video. But other than that, I want you to come up with a treatment for it. And when he told me the treatment for it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Because that's what I was going to ask you. How did y'all come up with the concept? So you already talked about Yeah, that. he actually brings it up inside of a little behind the music special. Yeah. Go and watch he, that, y'all. Go watch it. Go watch everything. Yes. <laughs> but basically, you know, he heard the song and it just, it took them him back to that era of, like, boy band singing, like, Jodeci and yeah. Jagged Edge and Boys the Men. Yeah. But I also wanted it. I wanted it to be sexy, but I did not want sex to be my brand. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, he was able to create that for me. So I was Oh, he excited. created it because we're going to talk about <laughs> the, the actor in the shower scene. So, <laughs> was that fun? What was that like? I, <laughs> so his name is Sean. Uh, everyone always Sean. asks me about Sean. But no, Sean is the most mellow calmest, most positive energy person I've met. And it just made it easy to do a scene like that with. The shower scene was, it was steamy for me. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was just like, oh, this is, you know, this is my first video, right? <laughs> well, y'all weren't completely naked. Right? No, it was, it was, it, that's the thing. Like, I love that it was done really, really well. But uh, between Chad making sure I was comfortable and Sean, because I knew Sean making me comfortable, it, it came out beautifully. I was so excited for it. It did. It came out beautiful. And I love it. And, you know, like I said, if y'all don't know, I heard Don's song Love. It probably, I don't know whether it last year. Mm -hmm. I just heard it last year or sometime. And I remember I reached out because I was like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> now, as I kept looking and was this a 
play off of Music Soul Child or was it a reap? Because I was trying, because unfortunately, even though I sing along to the song, apparently I don't know the words like I thought, not just like, <laughs> I, I know the words when I'm in the moment yeah. singing the song. Yeah. So then I was like, well, wait a minute, is this, is this, this did he just remake? I didn't think anything about Music Soul Child when I did the song. I didn't think so. I thought it was your own. It was very much just me. And being mushy and in love. <laughs> <laughs> love is a powerful thing, y'all. Let's not talk about love anymore. I'm going to be hip-hop and it's going to be talking about love. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't think about music so child. I actually didn't think about it until you just said it. But he's definitely someone that like I listen to a lot. Okay. Yeah, so, I didn't think it was referencing the same things. I just wanted to make sure. Well, making the EP... And you're still finalizing and mm-hmm. finishing that part up. But what did you learn through this process that was different from just the intro? Patience. Like the idea that good work doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Acknowledging and accepting that we evolve. And just this idea of whatever you thought was your best work is not your best work. Like there's always room for improvement. It's like... I go back and listen to uh, just the intro, uh-huh. and so he still got it. So then that means he can, <laughs> it's put, in the the shit, he can put the shit right back up there. We, we it, gotta apply the pressure. Y'all heard just love thing. Y'all heard love thing. So just imagine what the rest of them sound like. I mean, especially because may, he was going through. Them. Maybe I'll just like slap them together, <laughs> and you just have like oh. okay. We'll go live and let you play, you can play snippets of them and make us hurt and wish we had it. But as we as you're building up to the release of the album, then that's what we're doing. Yeah, I think patience is the biggest thing because like I'll go back and listen to Justin Andro and. I love it. Like, I love the songs on there. But when I listen to this project, it's like, I can, can hear, and hear the, the growth. Yeah. And not even just in, like, my voice or what I'm writing about. Just, like, you can hear the confidence that I have versus that. Yeah. I think I've defined my I process. Like that. I like that. That's what it is. I've defined what my process is. That's amazing. I love that. Well, if you could change anything about the state of the industry today, what would it be? That's easy. Like, now everything's about the social. Right. It's not about the music. And that's what I miss the most. I miss not knowing too much about the artists. Yes. And just digging through their music and getting what I can from it. I miss the mystery of like Hollywood. Yeah. Like you you saw people on screen, you saw people in music, you saw people do red carpets, but I think your access to them yeah. made you just appreciate them or lack of access made you, made you appreciate the music. And I feel like now it's not just about the music. You have to build the persona around the music and people have to be bought into the persona. Yes, even more so. Even more so. Yes, I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's hard for me. Like, being a music lover, Yeah, it's hard for me to live in the persona all the time for somebody else. Yeah, that's true. The pressure of that, too. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, you're a good live performer. I watched you perform Time Out, which of course is another oh. one of my favorites. You... I was like, get in. Y'all just don't understand. <laughs> now, I don't know, was that on an EP or that was just something you was doing? Time Out is on the same EP as just the and intro. you mean to tell me, because that is my freaking <laughs> I mean, maybe there. I'll remaster it. Please remaster Time Out, because that song, that, I'm sorry, yeah, that song is hitting. It really is. Like, it is, just, it's actually hitting. And I love it. When you want that old school R&B feel, yep. that song, 
love thing all of those they're they're it so i just i know the song is fire i bet this ep is fire i was like if you like these then you're really good because yes. <laughs> <laughs> i love the mix of that well what do you do to prepare for your live performances so that with a live band y'all with a live band. And, and it's on youtube but i'm not gonna tell you how to get there. <laughs> You know, I need to really just like transfer all my stuff over. No, he's gonna try to delete it. <laughs> so no, but I really that performance was the first time I ever performed with the live band. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever performed anything that I've written was that night. And as nervous as I was, it was so weird to as soon as the music starts, you just tap in. Yeah. You just tap in. It was but amazing. He didn't just tap in. He what the thing was for me was not only did you just tap in. It just still shows, like, you were able, to me, you went right back and pulled the emotion. It's like you went back into that space, and again, it shined through. Well, I mean, that's what happens, and I think even when I'm recording, I have moments where I choke up or I have to, like, take a moment, because, like, when I sing those songs or when I'm recording a song, I'm literally reliving the experience. Yeah. And sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes that's hard. A couple of weeks ago, I was finishing up a song, and... I had to tell my producer, I was like, I need like 20 minutes just because it like puts you when you write from such an organic and pure space, you just naturally fall back into it when you hear those words, because some of those words are some of the exact words I was thinking or that I said. So, yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand. First of all, let me tell y'all, I'm just in such (laughs) awe. I don't know why. (laughs) Yes, because... I've been watching you and your music, and you're here in person. I am here. I am. Like, I'm just like, and ah, uh, like, I no, mean, like, being here makes me feel like I made it. So. Yes, you, you did. <laughs> you made it in multiple ways, but you you made it here. Like, you just don't understand. Like, I was already a fan way before this. I mean, I was. I think you were probably one of the first people I was featuring and talking about when I. And I went back because I'm like, you know what? I want to do this. I was inspired by the world premiere of your music and coming out and figuring out ways that I wanted to do that. And I was so excited when you dropped the video and I was watching for it. But just your music before that, watching you as you putting things out, I was like, oh, my God. You don't understand. I'm a like, fan. You don't understand. <laughs> He's a, a Don star, y'all. He's a Don star. I'm a Don star. <laughs> but you, the funny thing is, is like, as an artist, sometimes you, you do feel some type of way. Like you, especially being new, it's really hard to like see people put out dope music and dope visuals, and people who've been out for a while. You know, you're sitting and waiting, or like you just you have a trajectory that you're trying to follow. And sometimes you get discouraged. And a lot of the time I sat in the space of just being like, yeah, I'm working on this project, but everyone's just out here killing it type deal. But like I said, patience. I'm excited for when the project drops, when it's done. So, yeah. I mean, the fight just to sometimes get here, consistency with the quality of the sound and to match everything that I'm doing Mm -hmm. and working with different engineers and post-production and people are available, then they're not available yep. and episodes coming out and I'm late and I'm like, ah, it's frustrating, so I get it. And we already talked about this, but having a really good catalog of music, your passion really shows through your music and through everything that you do and really love that. So Make a Move, not only is that going to be the name of the EP, 
but you have a remix coming out. <laughs> yeah. So by the time this airs, it'll already be out because it's coming out next week. Mm-hmm. This doesn't come out for two weeks, but we're going to play Make a Move. But let before we do that, the original version, talk about this remix that you got coming. So the remix. Um... The remix. <laughs> so my, the thing is, when it, when it comes to the remix, I always, again, I go back to the 90s where... The remix was so good that they had to do a video for the remix. Yes. (laughs) And so, like, that's my mindset when I decided to do it. And I Uh, think sometimes the remixes charted and did all kinds of stuff. I mean, look at MJ, Mary J. Blatt, the whole album of remixes. mm -hmm. And and when she performed to, you hear, she played the remixes before Mm -hmm. she did the original. original. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't think Make a Move was going to have a remix. It was just going to be make a move, and then I was going to hurry up and finish this album. I was going to drop the video. I was going to do this one. <laughs> and then another artist, name is Mar, out of D.C., love him. He heard my music. We connected. And the moment I heard his song, I was like, you are my Missy Elliott to my Aaliyah. Yes. Like, literally. I literally, he was like, yo, we should definitely do it. And I was like, well... Here's a track. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my verses yet, but you go ahead and spit what you're going to spit. And he spit some of the hardest bars. And I was like, okay, you're not about to come on this song <laughs> and try to, mm-mm. And so I was just like, okay, let me redo this. Because you know how sometimes people do remixes and it's yes. just like, it's the same original yes. layout and then they, they just, just throw a rap yeah, verse yeah. on it. So I was just like, I don't want that. And I was like, let me go back and rewrite this verse because you're not about to come on this song. And so I'm really excited about the remix, just like anything else, I'm just very, very particular. I've gotten like seven versions of the song, and yeah. I just keep sending it back because. <laughs> or you can do the, and then you know, sometimes the remix had their own EP. That they would have seven different that, versions. Listen, like six, five, four, you know, different. Okay, versions. so <laughs> I got a couple of MJB uh, CDs up there with yes, nothing but you remind me. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just all different versions. I'm so excited about the remix. The cover came out amazing. It did. I saw I, it. Like, when I got it back, I was just like... I'm actually going to post it. So. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Mars amazing. Like, I only work with people that I just naturally connect with. And just because it just makes it a lot more seamless. That's just how things were. So when you hear the remix, you're just going to notice, like, we fall in and out of each other throughout the song. It's just amazing. <laughs> who, who got my ears excited? Because I am looking forward to this. All right, so y'all, one of my favorite hot video, if you haven't already seen it, please go to YouTube and watch. Watch the whole thing. Like, even subscribe if you need to. Like, share, subscribe, watch, all that. that. (laughs) Follow them, comment, Mm -hmm. share. But we're going to play Make a Move. So anything you want to say about Make a Move? Here is... Make a Move is my current single that's out right now. Go ahead and watch the videos, stream the song, and get ready for that remix. The Check it out. Remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out one time. The rapper, the writer, <laughs> all that. It's so weird to see other people vibe to my song. <laughs> You want me to bring it to ya? Now Muhammad ain't going to the mountain. Yeah, the mountain came to him. He done woke the shake up. I ain't really trying to go up to ya. Making moves and just get rejected. I ain't scared of ya, baby. I just want to feel real protected. Say you want a guy that's gonna be all up for you. You say you spit those words that make me feel like you gon' do. All the things I 
it's all up in my head. Ready to stop it, we'll jump upon it But it seems that you don't fit your own criteria oh, So get up, get up, get up in my stuff Hey, hey, hey <laughs> You wanted me then, and now Make a move, babe Come on <laughs> Let's move, move, babe just make a move, yeah, just walk up to me Don't in my ears, tell me what you want and need it And I will be right here So, Make a Move, what is it? How has it been faring in, in the music space? And are you, like, did it surprise you? Or what are you feeling? I'm pleasantly surprised. I knew I wanted to drop the single. I knew I wanted to do a video. But for people to be receptive, for people to other LGBTQ artists and even other artists in the DMV area really just reaching out to want to do work. Yes. Those are the things that matter to me. I think a lot of times people get wrapped up in the streams and they get wrapped up in the views and all that stuff, which has been going well. Yeah. But it's a networking for me that I really, really love. Yeah. Like for people to be like, oh no, he this is some quality stuff. I want to work with this yeah. person. It's like, okay, I'm I'm on the right track. And I like your unique sound. Thank you. Yes, I love it. I mean, I feel like there, 
and not speak about other people's feelings myself. I take pride in the idea of creating music that is like, how do I explain it? I enjoy the airy R&B, <laughs> but I don't want to give you airy R&B. Yeah. I want to be able to take the best from this era and the best from the golden age and yeah, put them together. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Let's make a move. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to talk about the Don story. All right. So, you've been inspired by so many from Aaliyah, Faith Evans, Donnell Jones, and so many others, both creatively and musically. Mm-hmm. Through this inspiration, how are you giving back or want to give back to others? And how do you want your music to inspire others? So, you know, examples of feeling in love or overcoming pain or... And then in the community, like, mm-hmm. I think I was trying to find it, but I thought that you, I saw somewhere where I think you were helping the kids with music mm-hmm. and helping them, right? So how do you see this helping and giving back into the community and, and what do you want your music to do to inspire others? So the very first way is like, through my company, Note to Note, Creative Learning Solutions. And the, pur- yes. <laughs> and the purpose of Note to Note is essentially, it kind of has like two parts. The first part is being able to go into schools and essentially teach teachers how to embed music and the arts into their curriculum. And then the other part of it is like the creation of a creating learning center where students or even adults can come in and they can learn their craft, but also learn how to promote themselves and how to decide when to pick a video. And what I tell people is like, me as an artist is like, yeah, this is what I want to do, but it's also, I need to set a blueprint for what I want to do within my business. And so I can't run a business and say like, this is what I want to do for you if I haven't done it. So that's why my hands are on everything. Add entrepreneur to that as well. (laughs) I mean, but that is amazing. And you're bringing it all full circle, and I love that. You're teaching, you're helping educate the kids, but then you're also giving back to the arts and keeping that going and embedded into, because it's so important for kids. Music can be an outlet. Um, my nieces, my sister, them, they played instruments, my mom. I'm the only one that didn't. But when you think about the arts and lack of support, there is the money for that and that funding. and. Yeah. You, you taking that on and giving back to the community. Like, hats off to you. Thank like, you're you. doing so much with this, and it's so, it feels so good. Like, <laughs> Thank you. To, Thank to you. Hear this. Like, man. I mean, like, for me, it's really, it's really about legacy for me. I feel like, as a creative, I've always said that I want to be remembered. Yes. And as an educator, you get that. As a creative, you get that. And so, even if it's like a kid, like even if I don't win a Grammy, yeah, which I'm gonna win like a bunch, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah but even if I, I never reach that quote unquote level of success, to see one of my students do that, or even to see one of my students help someone else do that because they've seen me do it, that's what matters to me. Young people amaze me, and I love it. But I also so love that because. Very similar, and, and if you've listened to the podcast or any of the other episodes, you've probably heard me say this before, but I was just talking about what keeps me motivated with what I do. I was explaining this to someone yesterday, a family friend, and it goes back to being that kid and understanding my destiny, but hearing that phrase and using that model to live by and make decisions, 
And that was, again, that phrase was, if somebody wrote a book about your life, would anybody want to read it? And that was so powerful to me, and it still remains powerful to me. It still remains how, when I create and I do stuff, mm-hmm. and I think about my brand and what do I want to be known for. It doesn't matter if anybody ever writes a book about me, but hopefully the way I'm living my life, it inspires people to say, that guy was a really great guy and he had an amazing story mm-hmm. and I want to tell it. Yeah. And then the content of that will make it a bestseller and people will want to read it because they will find so much inspiration in that. And that, so hearing you say that and talk about that, it just warms my heart. It's kind of weird because you say like a book being written about you, but for me, it's always been like the kid that you taught seven years ago. Yes. That like, my goal in education was never to be like this big wig. Like, yeah, it was on the plan, but it was, my goal was I wanted to be like my grandfather. And the thing about my grandfather was no matter where we went, someone stopped him, regardless if he remembered them or not, stopped him and would say, oh, when you were a principal or my teacher or my superintendent, you did X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And for that to happen for me, in year three of teaching and then again in year five in teaching and like right now I'm in year 10 where I have students who are in Korea and Russia who have like randomly found me on Facebook and stuff like that who said like oh I remember you from like when we were at Princeton at that camp or whatever like that it's like oh well, we saw that today when we reached back out to <laughs> someone from Claflin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you shared that information with them. And I wanted to do that. And I hopefully that made their day to remember that whether people saw it as hard or any of that. And it goes back to the same thing, like, you know, working in diversity and all the things that I do. I touch so many people. And I've had that happen to me. Mm-hmm. Ten years from a job that I had that I brought people in and someone pulled me aside and said, you don't know this, but 10 years ago, I was going through this and I was able to support my family. I was in college and I had a baby on the way. And that job that you brought me into allowed me to buy my first car to support my family. And I would have never known. So imagine what we do that we don't hear. We don't get our flowers for, but it feels great for the moments that we do. So yep. that lets you know that we are, we're still having impact Greater than what we probably will ever know. Yeah. I had a moment where this is, I would say, maybe two years after I left New Jersey. And it was this one student. I can't remember what. It was Father's Day. It was Father's Day. And they were having a conversation in class about Father's Day or or a male figure they were thankful for or whatever. And a teacher sent me a video of a kid. And I had been gone. I started teaching somewhere else or whatever like that. And he said, Someone that I'm thankful for is... I'm getting all choked up. Thank yes, I know. I'm trying not to cry either. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I've been holding myself back because it's just... He was like, someone I'm thankful for is, is Mr. Don. And the reason why is because while he taught me stuff, he made me feel like I mattered. He made me feel like he was my father yeah. and that he would just drop anything for me. And I watched that. I watched that like every week. Because it literally reminds me of, like, why I do what I do. Even when it comes to music. Like, I do it because there's someone out there who is scared to tell their story. Yeah. Who may be going through something that I've gone through. And if I'm able to make you feel seen, if I'm able to make you feel like someone else can know what it is that you're experiencing, then I've done my job. 
Now, I'm going to ask you this question. It can be controversial. Answer it how you want to answer it. It's important to me Mm -hmm. because even as this platform, and when I think about the platform and what I initially created it for, but I struggle with this, and I've had this conversation with Bugs and other people, and I struggle with this with artists that, and I try to remember that I have to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. One thing that worries me with some people that reach out and they're like, hey, I love what you're doing. I want to have this music. I will, Can I be on the podcast? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to the music and I'm listening to their content. And one thing that I appreciate about you, and this is something that I look for when I'm thinking about artists that I want on, mm-hmm. but I'm also trying to have a balance there. Thank God you're not. And it, it, again, this is not against anybody else. But, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> but please, thank God you are giving us some content and lyrics that reach people's soul. You're not talking about doing it on the dick. Do it, do it on the dick. You know, I'm, not, I'm sorry. And I don't think that is somebody's real song. So I'm, I'm not talking about <laughs> you personally. But it's just the fact that there are so many different subject matters that you can talk about. I really appreciate you bringing some really good content to your music meaningful lyrics that means a lot things that matter even in you adding the hip-hop and the fun part and the subtleness those are the things that to me that differentiate artists in terms of levels Mm -hmm. what is what is your thoughts on that without having to I mean, like, I, I mean, I have records that are really boppy and chill. But whatever. I still bet the content is not, or is it? I mean, it is, but it isn't in the sense of, like, I'm very crafty at how I present Correct. it. Yes. And I would say there is one song where I'm very just, like, out front about it. But I feel some like, of them I like that, that do that. But, <laughs> but, but if you can't, that can't be the total substance of your catalog. Correct. That's um, my point. Yeah. If I'm listening to your catalog and every song is talking about you being a bad bitch mm-hmm. um, and scamming people out of money and this and that. Yeah. I mean, if, but that, I mean, if you want to be a city girl... I'm the thing mad. is that that's not my experience, right? Like, I can someone can tell me that and I can write something for them. Yeah. But that's not my experience. So you won't find a lot of... You won't find that on my album. Yeah. You'll find some turn-up songs. You, you get shake your ass a little bit, whatever. Like, But again, that's part of the story. And it don't mean I won't feature them. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't think people realize the platform, regardless of how, like, what level of an artist you are. Yeah. You're definitely on a platform. And you are definitely, especially in the LGBTQ community, one, because it's small, you're kind of, like, heightened in that in that yes. community. And so it's kind of like, yeah, we want diversity in the music. We want the bobs. We want to shake your ass and all that stuff. Yeah. But everyone has a story. Everyone. And so you, you you can tap into that. Yes. If you need help, call Down Plus. Yes. <laughs> there is a fee, though. So write that song. There is a fee. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you being received by loved ones in the community? Like, how are your family and friends? And so the funny thing is, is, it took me to really pursue my music for my family to start revealing that they did music. Uh-huh. Um, it's like my grandfather... He's like, yeah, when I was in school at Tuskegee, I used to manage a band and we used to be up in New York and Philly and all, all the time. And I looked at him like, so you're not going to tell me. You're just telling me this now. My aunt sings, my uncle produces. Like everybody 
my aunt's husband, he just dropped a book last year. Like everyone has like their thing, but I just found it very interesting <laughs> that everybody decided to do stuff when I. <laughs> hey, but I already you're the motivator. So. When I decided to, but that's okay, family. It's okay. <laughs> um, I will say that my friends, when I did just the intro, I had people who supported me, but they supported me in private. They would tell me, oh, I'm proud you got this done. Like, again, I'm a person who pays attention to words. Yeah. I can read between, like, what you're saying. So they would say things like, oh, I'm so proud you did this. Like, they really wouldn't say anything about the content. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, I've kind of developed this philosophy. Like, if you're not going to celebrate me in public, your private praise doesn't mean much. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just because, like... I've ran into instances where you told me how you felt about, oh, you did good, blah, 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 but you're not streaming my stuff. Right. You're not posting me. You're not supporting me or buying the pre-sales or anything like that. And not that those are the only ways to support, but you don't even share a post. Yeah. And so I really had to think about like, well, what is, what is friendship? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is yeah. friendship? Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you don't like my shit as a friend, then you should tell me my shit's fucked up. Yeah. So the fact that you didn't do either, like you didn't celebrate me, but you also didn't tell me my shit's fucked up. We're not friends. Yeah. We're not friends. But to drop, make a move, to drop truth, like, and people be like, yo, Don, like you are out here doing it. Like I have friends, I sing. Like I, I give you a vocal, yeah. I give you a rap verse, I'll write it out. Like I give you all that. I have friends who sang down. And they've just been like, I can't do what you do. And it's crazy to me because it's like, if I had one of your vocal cords, right? I would have an album at three years old. What are you talking about? So I love now that I have friends who are very supportive, but also friends who are into the music as well, yes. who are like working on their own projects and stuff like that because it's, it's motivating to me. It's very motivating to me. Well, just so y'all know, every artist, this is another thing that I do. If I'm you're on my podcast and I'm supporting you, I'm definitely purchasing your music. So I would you support the kid and I appreciate that. Yes, I do. Support. I appreciate that. Like you just again, you don't know how this means <laughs> to me that you're here in person. Like I'm fanning out, but I'm keeping it together. <laughs> All right. And we're going to go to truth. But before we do that, and you've already touched on this, but how are you continually working to grow musically and professionally? What are you doing now that is continuing to develop you as an artist? Yep. I'm always writing, even if it's not for an album. Like, I, you never know what's going to happen with music. And so I'm always writing. I'm actually about to enroll into NYU their music business certificate program. Okay. So I'm really excited about that. I'm always trying to get better, whether it's like trying to get insights on the industry, vocal coaching, court. I, so I am in a D9 organization. And so like stepping is my thing. Like I've won some trophies. I've choreographed some step shows and Uh, won some money. So that was my thing. But by no means am I a choreographer when it comes to dancing, dancing. <laughs> so, like, to put in, to, when I'm not doing or pushing something, it's, it's just always development. Like, I just want to be better. And it's not better than anyone else. It's like, I want to be better than me in 2020 or better than me in 2019. So, I'm always just, like, honing in on my craft. All right. Well, y'all heard this truth, which we 
So now we're going to get into the truth. Oh, my baby. Your baby. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is Truth and Wealth. Come back and talk about that as we wrap it up. And I apologize to y'all. We were leaning back. We was relaxed. We was having a really good conversation. So if we sound a little far from the mic, sorry, just us, y'all. We're having a good <laughs> conversation and connection point. So here we go. Truth. This song makes me cry. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know. I have to find out why afterwards. <laughs> you sung this song though. <laughs> Every song. Questions how we ended in situations. You can't just be clear with me. Now I got hesitations when it comes to trust and love. I don't want no more. At the door, I know it's a problem because of what I've been trying to solve. All of my own, yeah, I know that I gotta open up. Yeah, these boundaries keep reaching. Yeah, this deep seated demon. I fell from who I was. Yeah, I was so lost. I didn't know where my. And the compass was I was lost in you And now I'm dealing with the truth I don't got time to waste time I just gotta make it up now It seems like my own resolve The reason why I stay down In all this darkness and pain Fuck all the things that was good, the things that brought me down yesterday, yeah, the test of time. Yeah, I loved you while good. I betrayed myself, yeah, I'm laying here, I'm halfway done. And now I'm dealing with the proof and the truth and the proof and the truth and the proof of what in you. with you and all of these are going to be on the album. Listen, this is the cut I don't know what uh, you're talking yes, about this you song know? Uh, it yes. puts me in my feelings why 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 what happened um so truth is is one of those moments where I really had to be honest with myself okay when you're in a relationship that is just not good for you yeah and like you keep wondering why why you're going back. It's also a song that reminds me, and this is me like being transparent. This is me. I've always been like an advocate for HIV and AIDS always. And um, this song really came out of my experience finding out that was positive. And so every time I hear this song, I think about like 
first of all, it's yes, it's called Truth, but it's such an honest song. Yeah, it's right. it's like I ended up in this situation because I wasn't honest with myself about what was happening. Okay, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And so it, it's a record that's like really, really near and dear to my heart. The funny thing is, is that there's a continuation to Truth uh-huh. on the the EP that kind of like follows that story. So, ah, okay. So we need to highlight that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're <laughs> wrapping up, but this has been really great. This is amazing. And this has been amazing. All right. So, words of wisdom. So I always turn this over to the artist. And then I have one final question. Okay. That question is, should we make a move? But you can answer that <laughs> But no, for the words of wisdom, what I always do is I do like to turn this over to the artist. And for me, it's, um, I give you like 60 seconds to okay. leave the audience with something that is dear and near to your heart that you want to leave words and resonate with them. And then you can answer the question, should we make a move? <laughs> <laughs> words of wisdom. Authenticity is key. You can't expect people to be drawn into you, your art, anything, unless you're truly authentic with the people that you're trying to to gain attention from. But that always starts with being authentic with yourself. Yeah. I have found that that's been the holdup for me when it came to music was I wanted to live in everyone else's perception of me and everyone else's dreams for me yeah instead of listening to my gut and listening to my heart and listening to my mind and so anything that you constantly feel or constantly pops in your head that's it like never our intuition is such a real thing and i think i think it's something that that's how i know like spirituality is real yes is like you have this connection to something divine that speaks to you all the time you need to listen. Listen to that. <laughs> listen. <laughs> it can save you from a lot of things. Um, and a lot of just scenarios. But yeah, heartache, just everything. Just everything. And I haven't been perfect at that. So, and then I went through enough things that I said, you know what, I have to learn to listen to that and mm-hmm. listen to my gut. Should we make a move? <laughs> yeah. Let's make a move. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is great, um, Don Plus. I really miss the MD, <laughs> Mr. MB. Don't give him too much. Yeah, yeah, don't give him too much. Don't try to look me too much. But no, I want to um, take this time and say thank you so much for stopping in and share your information with thank Audi you. Coterie. That means click, circle, gang, pack, and circle. That's what I call my people. Just like, um, like it. what was yours for Don? For the Don Stars. The Don Stars. <laughs> but we look forward to seeing you this summer in a city near you. Hopefully you'll come back. I'm working on something that I want to do from an award show standpoint. So yeah, you would definitely be one of those nominated for under hopefully a couple couple yeah, categories. I want the award. Yes, I want the award. <laughs> so I'm gonna figure out how to make it interactive for, so you get your uh Dun Stars to vote for you. Yes, Don Stars. Uh, but you definitely will be up for male vocalist, male RB, <sighs> all those things. Is there any artist that if you wanted you yourself to be compared to, who would that be? Not that compared you want to do your own thing. You don't necessarily want to be compared to anybody. But if you just had to pick If somebody, we had to pick someone, I can't pick one person just because, like, I like, I love to, I love rapping. So it has to be two people. Okay. Um, 
I would say Nas and if Nas and Aaliyah had a baby. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm him. He does him. <laughs> well, I enjoyed this conversation, but I cannot not go play time out. But I don't know if it's gonna work because I don't think it's at the end. I want it to be ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I've not heard this in so long. It's so weird looking at it. It's a cute outfit, though. <laughs> it was a cute outfit. I was, a, I said yes for the boots and the shirt. Un, I said giving us a little body. Got the shirt. That's when I was skinty. <laughs> what are you talking about? Y'all, I love this song. Everything about this. This is the first time I'm really sitting and listening to this. Oh my god, I love this song. Listen, just listen to this. When I'm thinking about R and B music, I fell in love with the song. <laughs> know who this person is.
I'm sitting here like thinking about all the thoughts that were going through my head during the show. <laughs> I was feeling it. I had to preach. <laughs> if, it's, if it's just one in their presence, you should ask for it. And that's what this song was about. And I just give you You heard it say, "Woo!" I, <laughs> like, I'm not so. No, when did I say that was posted? November twentieth. That's so odd because that's the same date, twenty twenty, that Mega Move came out. But uh, this, I've not watched this since this came out. This is probably my first time seeing it since then. Oh my god, I forget, Don. You just don't understand <laughs> when I tell you I love you oh. as an. I you make me feel so good. <laughs> I this I have been playing this. I've been playing everything. I've discovered in this process. I discovered so much more about you that. <sighs> See, th this is gonna make me like pull all this out of the <laughs> out of the crates. Oh my god! <laughs> just my stand for you has just grown oh, even more. I really appreciate. Well, I'm the. Go fucking catalog. <laughs> I'm the the you. thing is, it's so weird because unless you dig, you think the only song I have out is yeah. Make a Move. Tension, all that. Like, <laughs> like, I listened to all of those on there. Aww. So, and I was like, oh, I can't even listen to more of that because that's my song. Then <laughs> when I heard this, I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to start performing again. That's I can't wait. When you perform, over. please let me know. I'm telling you, I'm putting your number, so don't be surprised yes. when I'm in DC and I'm checking to see up. if you're there. Because, and please don't take me to Busboys and Poets. I'm not gonna take you there. First of all, I'm tired of going there because <laughs> it's like it's right by my house, like three blocks <laughs> away. <laughs> We're not going there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not the places to go. He <laughs> <laughs> do it like every time I go there. Oh, we meet. Oh, Are we going there again? Oh, yeah. It's almost like. I don't know if you uh, you frequent New York, but when people take you to Dallas BBQs, yes, same thing. And it's like, oh, or people visit New York, they'd be like, oh, can we go to uh, BBQs? I look at them like, why? <laughs> well, I want to thank y'all again for joining in for this episode of the Officially Out Podcast and this conversation with Don. Plus, y'all get ready for the EP. When is the EP coming out in March? The EP's coming at the end of March. The Make a Movie Mix is coming in in this February. So look at yes. Stay tuned. Thank y'all for joining. We love y'all. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you again for listening and be sure to join us for our next episode. You can follow the Officially Outed podcast on all social media, including IG, TikTok, and YouTube at Officially Outed Podcast, Twitter and Facebook at Officially Outed, our webpage at officiallyoutit.com or on Snap at OFFIC Out Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, listen, like, and share. If you're an indie artist or artist management and would like to submit an artist for consideration, please email info at officiallyoutit.com or connect via Instagram. <laughs>